Okay, Anchor's getting a little wonky here, so I apologize if this thing doesn't come out at its normal uh, medium to low standard of quality <laughs> that I put into it. But anyway, let's see if this one will work. Did like a 20 minute recording yesterday and it, and it just disappeared, so I'm going to take another swing at this and my plan on the next few podcasts is to kind of like trickle out a few concepts that are going to be in an upcoming blog post you know it's going to be my little interpretation of one of them top 10 lists where I break down my principles for inner strength resiliency that type of shit so uh, the one that I wanted to put out first is just about being nice. You know, I know a lot of you are a little too young to remember a movie called Roadhouse back in the day about Patrick Swayze being a badass bouncer in some dive bar out in the middle of nowhere. But he gives this speech about being nice. I'm not going to try it paraphrase it or do a rendition of it here but it's worth a look-see I'm sure you can find it on YouTube but the foundation of just being nice at all costs is one of the simplest ways to affect change in the world you know it's if you're just ruthlessly nice if you defend your niceness with even more niceness if you just hold on to it with everything you have deploying every tactic that you can for its defense trying to be empathetic and understanding patient kind you know all these things will help you defend your niceness being nice is, in a Ayn Rand kind of way, selfish. You know, I'm not always nice to people because I'm happy with them, or I agree with them, or anything like that. But to this day, I've never had an experience where I was something other than nice that resulted in a positive outcome you know there's always going to be those moments where someone pushes you or something pushes you beyond your capacity to maintain niceness but it's no excuse you know and it doesn't ultimately have benefit you know there will be times where you're painted into a corner and you have to get hostile, you know, or defensive or something like that, you know, fine. Nobody's perfect. But if it's an option, be nice. You know, if one of your first, like if being anything but nice is anything other than a last resort, think you failed yourself. And circling back to the concept of nice being selfish, it kind of is, you know, because I don't have the energy for conflict anymore. You know, 
the cause would have to be so great and the likelihood of success so high that, you know, to compromise myself from being nice just isn't realistic. But I call it selfish because, you know, when I'm nice, things have a tendency of working out. Not every single time, but I have a pile of examples I could draw upon where I was given a break or a chance or a second or third chance, you know, good God, you know, but uh, favorable treatment, you know, someone went above and beyond for me or went out of their way to help me just because I was being as kind as possible. And it was a transition. You know, I was lucky enough to have some friends when I was young who it was just kind of their natural state to be obnoxiously nice all the time. Like they could, they really couldn't even consider an opposite. You know, the best that they could ever muster would be some form of passive aggression, you know, after they had been hurt really bad. But even then it still came across as very nice. You know, so some of the mentors that I've had in my life really just through some hard lessons showed me the power of positivity and the power of kindness. You know, it would never, I'd be puzzled when their customer service experiences or anything to that effect were just always so much better than mine because, you know, just because of them being nice. You know, if they, if someone gets your order wrong at a drive-thru and you go in there and you're like very hostile and can't you guys do your job, blah, 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 and all that stuff, you know, they'll probably fix your order. They may or may not wipe their ass with it before they give it to you, but who knows. But if you go in there and you're just like, oh, I think you guys, you know, forgot my hash brown, you know, could you hook it up? You know, I've had experiences where they're like, here, you know, here's a couple other, our bad, you know, we're really sorry. You get a few free hash browns out of it. It's not going to change the world, but, you know, I'm in a good mood after that for a while. You know, long, much longer than it takes me to eat three hash browns, I promise you that. So, just be nice. You know, and if I can add one little addendum to the roadhouse... Uh, analogy, you know, that speech ends with him saying, be nice until it's time to not be nice. Well, I'd like to add to that, be nice until it's time to not be nice, and then be even nicer. Seriously, there's nothing in this world worth a fight over. There's nothing in this world worth conflict or someone getting hurt you know anytime a situation reaches the point where aggression or even violence is justified there were a million opportunities before that for someone to just deploy some kindness and some patience and for everything to work out as good as it can for everybody you know so for whatever it's worth just try to be nice to people it's it's easier for them it's easier for you 
know, it's altruistic and selfish all at the same time, you know, and, and again, it just, it just has a massive benefit, so, and to piggyback on that a little bit, uh, it's also good to manipulate people, and obviously that needs to be put into context because most forms of manipulation are bad. But there's one form of manipulation that I am constantly trying to deploy that I feel perfectly comfortable with as a human being, both ethically and morally. And that is that I try to manipulate conversations. You know, and I encourage you to try this next chance you get. Is anytime you get into a conversation and somebody wants to talk about something or or just, you know, there's some downtime or whatever. I mean, any, any conversation is an opportunity to exercise this. But it's to try to manipulate someone into talking about what they want to talk about most. You know, try to, try to explore them to the point where they volunteer their passion. You know, and I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but when someone talks about something that they're passionate about, I don't care what the something is, it's pretty enjoyable. You know, I'm not a video game fan, but my son gets super excited about him, and it's a fun conversation to have. I don't know what the holy hell he's talking about, but to see somebody just light up about something is awesome it's contagious it's it's very enriching so i highly recommend you try to manipulate everybody you talk to especially if it's someone that you're not all that familiar with or if it's a stagnant conversation try to manipulate them into talking about what they like most maybe they collect something strange or or they're passionate about some cause you were unaware of but you know, the, the more you are interested in somebody, you know, and you express that through trying to encourage them to talk about what they want to talk about, some pretty fascinating things happen, you know. Uh, not a whole lot of progress occurs when you're hogging the microphone. So, that being said, I am going to depart now. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Anybody wants to get at me, you know, you can post a reply on here, or get me, my blog's jbrandonhall.com, I'm on Insta and Twitter too, find me, later.